you are worthy and you have to know that to be able to attract and receive great things. Welcome to the Unconditionally Worthy Podcast. In this podcast, I will guide you on your journey to connect with the true source of your self-worth. Each week, we'll discuss barriers to unconditional self-worth, the connection between self-worth and relationships, self-worth practices you can apply to your life, and how to use self-worth as a foundation for living courageously. I'm your host, Dr. Adia Gooden, a licensed clinical psychologist, dance enthusiast, and a dark chocolate lover who believes deeply that you are worthy unconditionally. Hello, and welcome to episode 33 of the Unconditionally Worthy podcast. And this is actually the final episode of season two of the podcast. So we're going to have a little bit of a break um, until February when season three will launch. And I so appreciate you coming along for the ride this second season, um, for listening to the episodes, for sharing the episodes. And, you know, this was the first season where I had guest interviews and I'd love to know what you thought about that, right? They seemed pretty well-received. I heard from some of you that you really enjoyed the guests I had on. And I'd love to hear like, who were your favorite guests? What did you like? What did you maybe not like about the guest episodes? Would really love your feedback. And you could share that through sharing a rating or review. You could send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Dr. Adia Gooden. And um, you could email me, uh, Dr. Adia at dradiagooden.com. And so we'd love your feedback. Like, let us know. What did you think? What, what were your favorite takeaways from this season? So with that, since this is the final episode of the season, and actually it's coming out on uh, December 28th, I believe. So at the very end of 2021, I thought it would be fun to spend some time sharing and sort of reflecting on some of the awesome things that have happened in my life this year and before this year. And, you know, what I've been reflecting on is how magical my life has been since I embraced my unconditional self-worth. And I think, you know, there's two sort of core classes of benefits around believing that you are unconditionally worthy. One is getting rid of, letting go of, moving past, healing from all of the things that drag us down in life, the people-pleasing, the overworking, the lack of boundaries, the exhaustion, the anxiety, right? All of that, right? So we, we move out of that. And then there's a whole other part of embracing your unconditional self-worth that brings so many amazing things to your life. And that's really what I want to focus on today is using myself as an example of how magical life is and can be when you know you're unconditionally worthy. And I'm not sharing these things with you to brag or be like, oh, my life is amazing and yours isn't. But my point is to inspire you to feel like, okay, let me take this work seriously because it's worth it. Let me take this self-worth work 
journey seriously. Let me commit to it because the things that I could experience in my life are things that I've wanted, are things that I've dreamed of, and maybe even some things that you haven't imagined yet. And I want to live that, right? So that is the purpose of this episode, to inspire you. So with that, let's get into it. So, you know, you've heard me talk about what my life was like before I knew I was unconditionally worthy at different times and different ways throughout the podcast. And I'll just give you a little bit of a reminder. So before I knew I was unconditionally worthy, I felt anxious almost all the time. My anxiety was highest in the context of relationships, especially romantic relationships. I worried about whether I would be loved and accepted. I worried about whether or not I was good enough. I was caught up in feeling like I needed to prove to a friend or somebody I was dating that I was worthy and lovable. I people pleased. I, you know, shifted and changed myself in order to try to be accepted and to fit in. And this really only left me feeling like I wasn't being accepted because I wasn't being my true self. I was also constantly working. At first, overworking was about proving my worth, right? If I, if I did a good job, if I got great, good grades, et cetera, then I thought that I would feel worthy, that I would be worthy. And I've talked about how that never worked and it never lasted for long. And then eventually work started to sort of feel like the only place where I felt good enough and in control. And so that also spawned my overwork, right? I didn't feel in control. I didn't feel good enough in my dating life. I often didn't feel good enough in my friendships. And work was a place where I felt like I know how to do this. I know how to do this well. And so because of that, I spent more time and energy on work than I really needed to. And then was really helpful or healthy for me. And, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not that my life was totally miserable before I knew I was unconditionally worthy, right? I certainly had moments of joy and fun that punctuated the stress and the exhaustion that I was feeling, but I knew deep down that there was something more, right? Like that things had to sort of feel better, right? That this sort of constant working, constant people pleasing, constant, not constantly not feeling good enough, that there had to be more than that. So That's sort of where my life was when I was struggling with low self-worth and conditional self-worth, when I just felt like there was something outside of me that I needed to get or gain, that there was something I needed to change about myself in order to feel worthy. All right. So that's, that's where life was. So, you know, maybe you just think for yourself, like what of that resonates, right? Do you find yourself overworking, people-pleasing, settling in dating relationships, feeling incredibly anxious and frustrated? Do you find yourself getting caught up in self-criticism and self-sabotage, right? Is that where your life is now, right? Just check in. What resonates? What of this have you experienced or are you experiencing in your own life, right? So that's what life was like before. And I've talked a lot about what helped me on this journey, what helped me to transform, you know, go back and listen to the other episodes, the past episodes for sort of the details about that. But right now, what I want to get into is the magical things that I have experienced in my life since fully embracing my unconditional self-worth. So I'm going to kind of highlight three magical things, right? There are many more things that I could talk about, but I'm going to focus on these three or else the episode would just be way too long. So I'm going to start with uh, meeting my now husband. 
So, you know, I've talked about dating on the podcast. I've always been a very proactive dater, right? I was on dating websites before there were dating apps, right? I was on Match and eHarmony back in the sort of like mid 2000s, right? Like pretty shortly after I graduated from college, because even though I was 23, 24, 25, I had so much anxiety that I would end up lonely, single and alone for the rest of my life. And because of that anxiety, I just sort of like did everything I could to desperately find a relationship. Now, this desperation really did not help with the dating process, but that's sort of where I was at. So I was on dating apps. I was always a proactive dater. And, you know, I would date some people that I met online, some people that I met in person, you know, that I was friends with, or we were in a shared community or organization. So anyway, so that's sort of the set the stage for my dating life. After I ended my relationship with my ex who didn't love me, and you can listen to the details of that episode and of that story in episode number two, right? So I had an ex, we were together for two years. Those whole two years, he did not love me. He did not fall in love with me. He was, you know, kind and, you know, great in a lot of ways, but he could not and would not fall in love with me. And I was really empowered when I ended that relationship because what was clear to me was that it was not a problem with me, that the issue wasn't that I was unlovable, which was like a big fear that I had, one of my biggest fears throughout my life, that the problem was this person's capacity to love me. So I ended that relationship. And once I ended that relationship and had come to the realization that I was lovable, right? And that was really embracing more and more my unconditional self-worth, the way I engaged in dating shifted. And it's no coincidence that eight months after I ended that relationship, I met Jason, my husband. So, you know, when I started dating, knowing that I was worthy, knowing that I was lovable, I, instead of being desperate to earn someone's love, instead of being desperate to be chosen by a potential date, which is how I had been going about it before, I sort of engaged in the dating situations with ease, right? With a lack of anxiety. I paid attention to what I liked and what I didn't like about the person I was dating. And I was realizing that I was going to make a choice about whether or not this relationship was going to work for me, just as this other person was going to make a choice. And it felt so different. And so that's the space I was in when I met Jason. So Jason and I met online. We met on Bumble. I talk about that, our, our love story in another episode too. So you can look through the episodes and you'll find, uh, you'll find that story if you want the details. But, you know, our relationship was just incredibly easy from the beginning, right? This is the easiest relationship that I have ever been in. And, you know, we communicated easily. We enjoyed spending time together. Arranging time together was easy. It just worked so well. We were on the same page. We had similar values. We both wanted serious relationships. We both wanted kids. We both wanted to get married. And things just worked really well and progressed easily. And so, you know, our relationship is not perfect. We have disagreements. We're still different people. But it is in some ways for me, especially after so many of the difficult relationships that I had before, it is magical, right? And just the way it progressed with ease, without me forcing, without me pushing, without me worrying, right? We moved easily from dating at a pace that felt very healthy, right? It wasn't overly rushed and overly attached. And it also wasn't too slow. You know, we traveled together. That went well. We started talking about getting engaged. 
Jason, um, you know, had been planning to buy a place and decided to buy a place that we could both move into. We searched for that place that we now live in uh, together. And, you know, he proposed a week before I was planning to move in in an incredibly sweet and thoughtful way. And so I just think there are so many things about that. You know, we're magical and really beautiful and reflect my shift into knowing that I was worthy and knowing that I was lovable and being willing to allow in the good, being willing to allow it in. Because there was some point when early on when Jason and I were dating, he was like, I wish we had met three years ago. And I was like, oh no, (laughs) like this would not have worked. Like I would not have been in a place or a space to appreciate him to allow the good in, I would not have been grounded in the same way. And so there was so much wonder and beautiful dynamics in our relationship. I mean, Jason is the most caring, thoughtful, kind person I have ever been with. And he continues to, you know, just surprise me sometimes with just like how thoughtful and caring and generous he is. And I feel so incredibly loved. And, you know, we also had a magical wedding this summer you know, we had to postpone our wedding. Um, it was originally supposed to be in July, 2020 and COVID. So we had to postpone it. And Jason and I were always clear that we wanted a wedding. We wanted a wedding with a lot of people, with our friends and family there, that that was something that's important to us. We're both social people. We're both extroverts. And so that's what we wanted. And we were incredibly blessed to have rescheduled our wedding for this like three to four week window where in Chicago, the mask mandates were lifted because COVID rates were low. The Delta variant wasn't yet an issue in Chicago and really in the United States in a big way. And we could, you know, the vaccine was widely available in the U.S. And so we required all of our guests to get vaccinated. And we had an incredible wedding, right? Like we were able to not have masks on. We were able to connect. We were able to dance. We were able to have fun. And there was just so much love and joy filling the room, filling the space for our wedding, for the entire wedding weekend that it was just such a blessing. It was a magical experience. It was one of the first times that most people had gone to a big event it, you know, since COVID started. And so there was just so much positive energy and joy and love that poured out for us. And that it was also very clear that all of our guests were having an amazing time as well. That was magical. The timing was magical. Like I just, it's been magical. Right. And so I just want to share that because I think that when we struggle to feel worthy we also struggle to let good things into our lives because we worry, because we're anxious, because we try to over control things, because we don't trust good things that are happening. And all of those things block the good. But when you're in a place of groundedness and of worthiness, you're able to let in the good and the magic. So that is one area of magic that I have experienced in my life. Imagine a world where you feel free as you move throughout your days because you're no longer held back by the mistakes and failures from your past and you're living the life of your dreams. You engage in work with ease, showing up and fully sharing your gifts because you no longer believe your worth is based on your work. You're enjoying connected, loving relationships with friends and a romantic partner because you're no longer caught up in people-pleasing and you accept the love others give you. 
You deeply trust and use your internal wisdom to make major life decisions instead of anxiously searching outside of yourself. That's exactly what the Unconditionally Worthy group coaching is designed to help you with. This 10-week group coaching program will provide you with all the strategies and tools you need on your self-worth journey, and you'll be supported by me every step of the way. The doors to this small group coaching program are now open, and I'm only accepting a limited number of people in order to be able to provide as much support as possible. We will start the program on January 17th. If you're ready to make 2022 your best year yet and want the support to make that happen, apply now to be part of the Unconditionally Worthy Group Coaching Program. Go to www.unconditionallyworthy.com forward slash program. I hope to see you there. Another place that I experienced the magic of knowing that I'm unconditionally worthy is related to finances. I also have a whole nother episode on the details of this. It is episode number 12, talking about getting out of scarcity and into abundance. But, you know, I spent a lot of time after I sort of lived with my parents. So when I was in graduate school and my postdoctoral years, feeling like I just never had enough money and not truly believing that the work I was doing was worthy of being compensated. This was supported by the belief that I shouldn't want to have money because that would make me greedy or that would mean that I wasn't in the helping profession for the right reasons. And this really started shifting for me after I fully embraced my unconditional self-worth. And so I gave my TED talk, my TEDx talk in 2018. And two years after I gave that talk, I had more than doubled my income. And I was sort of by getting another job and at a higher salary and by charging more for my speaking engagements. And that made a significant difference, right? Part of what needed to happen was that I needed to own my worthiness, own my gifts and talents and what I could do to contribute to a workplace, to contribute to the world, to share my wisdom and own that so that I could negotiate for a salary that I thought was fair and that better compensated me and for speaking gigs, right? Speaking engagements and to say, hey, this is what I charge. This is what I think this is worth. And I believe that knowing that I am worthy has enabled me to both attract and welcome financial abundance into my life, right? So a lot of people talk about the law of attraction, and it is something that I believe in. And I've more recently been listening to a lot of the books by Jerry and Esther Hicks or by Abraham Hicks about the law of attraction and sort of the other things associated with it. And one of the things that struck me as I've sort of listened to these audiobooks and and looked into it more is how frequently they cite the importance of knowing that you are worthy in order to benefit from the, the law of attraction, right? It's not sort of in the bold headlines, but if you listen closely enough, you will hear them say, You have to, you are worthy and you have to know that to be able to attract and receive great things, right? And I think that's a big part of this magic that I'm talking about, because if you don't believe you're worthy, if you, if you believe that you're not worthy of good things, if you believe you're worthy of bad things or deserving of bad things, you're more likely to attract those things in your life. 
And that's something that's often overlooked, right? A lot of people talk about the law of attraction and then people also talk about frustrations with it. They're like, well, it's, it doesn't work. Why doesn't it work for me? And I think a missing piece for a lot of people is you have to believe you're worthy to attract and allow the things that you really want in your life to come to you. And if you don't believe you're worthy of them, you'll either get them and push them away or ruin them, or you won't attract them at all, right? And so my finances are, are a place where I have really experienced the power of the law of attraction along with believing that I'm worthy, right? That that has been an important variable. So I left my job in February, 2021. And since leaving my job, I've made more than my previous salary in my business and surpassed six figures in seven months, right? And this is through helping people, right? Through seeing clients, through helping people with my online courses, through speaking, not doing anything to defraud anyone, right? But I know that a big piece of that is believing that I'm worthy and being open to attracting those amazing things into my life. And then the last thing that is magical that I want to share with you all today is that I'm pregnant, which I'm super, super excited about. So Jason and I knew we wanted to start having children quickly, start trying to get pregnant pretty quickly when we got married. I'm 36. We'd like to have two kids. Um, By the time you're listening to this, Jason will be 39. And so we're like, you know, we got to get on it, right? There is such a thing as biological clocks ticking and we wanted to just start the process. So we're incredibly blessed to get pregnant quickly and easily within two months of trying. And we are so excited to be welcoming a baby girl into the world, into our world and our family in May, 2022. And this Obviously, people have different fertility journeys, and some people have journeys that are incredibly painful, that are filled with loss and confusion and frustration. And there are so, so many uh, factors, right, that contribute to that. And I do not think that people are to blame for, you know, miscarriages or infertility or anything like that. So I, I'm, I'm not suggesting that somehow I'm a better person or if those people knew they were worthy, then they wouldn't have that experience because I, that is not something I believe. And I do believe that being grounded in my worthiness and having positive expectations about becoming pregnant, looking forward to being a mother, not as an opportunity to prove that I'm worthy as a woman, but as a chance to nurture a human being in this world. I believe that that helped me, that supported me and us in getting pregnant in a way that feels very magical, right? It happened with so much ease and we are so incredibly blessed and grateful. I hope you're excited for and with us about this. So you know, I share these things, right? I share, you know, the magic of meeting my husband and having an amazing, incredible wedding. I share the magic of finances and really attracting wealth and abundance into my life. And I share this beautiful blessing of being pregnant with you to highlight some of the ways that knowing that you're unconditionally worthy can really help you have a magical life, right? And and your magical life might look different than mine, right? And that's okay, right? There's no right or wrong way to have a magical life. It's not like this is good and this is bad. It's really what you decide. And 
the reality is that when you are grounded in your worthiness, when you trust yourself and you trust life, when you're tapped into your internal wisdom and you released yourself from burdens of the past, this puts you in a space energetically to receive all of the wonderful things you are wanting in your life. This has been true for me. It's been true for my clients. And it has certainly been true for the people who have participated in the Unconditionally Worthy program, as you've heard in the last couple of episodes. So I hope that you're feeling inspired about the possibilities here. And if you're ready for 2022 to be a magical year for you and just the beginning of experiencing lots of magic in your life, I encourage you to get serious about your journey to embracing your unconditional self-worth. It's time to tap into the power and worthiness within you. And I want to help you with that. So if you're ready to make a commitment to yourself and to start 2022 off in the best way possible, I would love for you to join me for a free masterclass that I am hosting. That's about three secrets to having a magical year in 2022. So I will be diving more deeply into sort of mindset shifts and things that you should do differently to set yourself up to have an amazing year in 2022. This is more than just New Year's resolutions. This is how are you going to enter 2022 to make it a magical year, right? 2021 was sort of a rough year for the world. We were still in the pandemic. There was lots of challenges. And yet, you know, I had a magical year and I think that's possible for you. And so I don't want you to feel like if the world is in disarray, I can't experience the joy and peace and excitement that I want in my life. I want you to feel empowered to create the life you want. And I truly believe that embracing your unconditional self-worth is a huge part of getting you there. So I'd love to help you on this journey. And I hope that you will join me in this free masterclass. It's going to be happening the first and second weeks of January. So Go to unconditionallyworthy.com forward slash magical 2022. It's linked in the show notes. Sign up. And I'm so excited to see you there. I hope that you had an amazing 2021. I hope you're feeling good as we close out this year. I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Eve and a wonderful first day of 2022. And I hope to see you soon so I can help you have a magical year. Until next time. Thanks for joining me this week on the Unconditionally Worthy podcast. Make sure to visit my website, dradiagoodin.com and subscribe to the show on iTunes so you'll never miss an episode. You can also follow me on social media at Dr. Adia Gooden. If you love the show, please leave a review on iTunes so we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Lastly, if you found this episode helpful and know someone who might benefit from hearing it, please share it. Thanks for listening and see you next episode. This episode was produced by Chris and Tiana and the music is by Wadaboy.